Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. I'm just Joe, no title. And today's message is brought to you by the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. So if you brought your Bibles today, please turn to the book of Revelations chapter 19. And the King is coming. He's coming soon, brothers and sisters. And so we're going to read about that. And we'll start reading from verse 11. Now I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written on no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. And his name is called the word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings, and Lord of Lords. Amen, brothers and sisters. That's our Lord and Savior, Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. He's coming to this earth to be King, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and to rule with an iron rod. You see, brothers and sisters, God instructed the prophets to predict that the King would come the Jews Messiah would come and rule and be King and King and Lord of Lords. And so when Jesus is on the cross and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He was talking about that. They thought he was going to be King, but he came to die for the sins of the world for your sins and my sins and everyone ever created. After Jesus has performed this huge miracle, feeding 5,000 people, when they only had five loaves of bread and two fish, and they had even food left over. In John chapter 6, verse 14, it reads, Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, this is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force and make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. You see, brothers and sisters, they didn't know they were killing the Messiah. They killed him because of blasphemy, because he claimed to be the son of God, equal to God. And you and I know that he is. And the scriptures clearly say that he must suffer and come in riding on a mule, on a donkey. But they were blinded. They had blinders on their face, on their eyes. And they didn't see that he had to die for our sins and be crucified 
and then come and return to be king of kings. They just look for the king to come and rule over Israel. So now let's look at chapter 20 of Revelation, starting in verse 1. Then I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of that dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up, set a seal on him so that he should not deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. All right, brothers and sisters. So the king is coming and he's coming soon. When he gets here, the devil is going to be chained up for a thousand years. And the world will be different for a thousand years. Now let's look at the prophet Isaiah's book in chapter 65. God instructs him to give us an illustration of what it's going to be like when the king gets here for those thousand years. In chapter 65, reading verse 17, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice, for in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing, and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. And no more shall an infant from there live but a few days, nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die 100 years old. But the sinner being 100 years old shall be accused. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall the days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. So I want to pause there. Okay. Remember, this is the thousand year reign. And so people are going to live as long as a tree, thousand years. Just like when Adam and Eve were created, all the people, if you look back then, they lived six, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred years. Right? And that's how it's going to be. And I want to look again at, for the child shall die 100 years old, but the sinner being 100 years old shall be accused. Now this is definitely the thousand year reign because there's no more death after the great white throne judgment, brothers and sisters. There's no more crying and no more death. So here the child dies at 100 being accused. Remember, God Almighty, the King of Kings, is going to rule with an iron rod. It's not going to be like it is now. But here it's going to be very different. Remember, the devil is chained up for a thousand years. He's not tempting anybody. But the world's not going to be perfect like our ultimate destination after the great white throne judgment. So using the iron rod, if, if a child reaches a hundred and he has not woke up, 
to what God wants done and the way he wants it. He will take them off this planet and send them to hell. Remember, scripture tells us that Jesus has two keys, the keys to death and the keys to hell. So now let's turn to the book of Matthew chapter five. And we'll read verse 19. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So we learn here that the kingdom of heaven is the thousand years. And if somebody teaches somebody to do wrong and does wrong, they'll be the least in the kingdom of heaven. Now this can't be our ultimate destination after the great right throne judgment because there is nothing defiling in heaven, amen? Amen. So the kingdom is the thousand years. But if someone does wrong and causes someone else to do wrong, God will let them know. Jesus tells the apostles in Matthew 19:28, Assuredly, I say to you that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now that's minus Judas who betrayed Jesus and Paul will take his place. And they will judge the 12 tribes of Israel. The 12 tribes he's talking about are the 144,000 Jews that are in Israel today. 12,000 from each tribe that he has elected to be here during that thousand year reign. But before the king gets here, they have to give their lives to Yeshua. 100%. Amen. Amen. So now, in Matthew 25, Jesus gives a parable about the kingdom. Reading from verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on his journey. After a long time, the Lord of the servants came to settle accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Now the, the other guy who got two talents doubled those. And the Lord said the same thing. And so we're talking about bearing fruit, brothers and sisters, with the spiritual gift that God has given you. So when the king comes, brothers and sisters, you want to make sure you're using all your spiritual gifts to bear fruit, to bring others to Christ, brothers and sisters, so they too can be saved. And here he's saying he's going to make you a ruler. Many will teach. Many will rule. We'll have positions in the thousand year reign. And it will depend on the ability that you have. 
that you used with the talents that he gave you here. So brothers and sisters, some of you listening to this message might be rulers or teachers during that thousand year reign. If you're using all the gifts that the Lord has given you to bear fruit, to love on others and bring them to salvation. Amen? Amen. But we can't leave this passage without reading about the one who only gets one talent. And when he goes to that one in verse 25, it says, And I was afraid and went and hid the, your talent in the ground. Look, you have it. What is yours? But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. And verse 30, And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The unprofitable servant, the Christian, who is not using his one talent to bear fruit. Remember, brothers and sisters, if the tree doesn't bear fruit, it is cut down and thrown into the fire. Now turn with me to the book of Revelation, chapter 20, reading from verse 7. And when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is of the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints of the beloved city. And fire came down from heaven out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So brothers and sisters, the devil is released for a period of time to tempt the people because they have to be tested just as you and I were tested. Amen? Amen. Brothers and sisters, the next verse takes us to, Then I saw a great white throne. Brothers and sisters, that's the great white throne judgment that you and I will be part of and we will not be cast to hell if you believe that Jesus, Yeshua, came incarnated from heaven to die on a cross for you and me, was buried and arose. And then you have repented of your sinful ways to live for Yeshua. Brothers and sisters, we have many rewards waiting and we'll just leave that for another day to read about those rewards from the great white throne judgment someday. So brothers and sisters, always remember to pray up every day and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua in your heart and we'll all be with our Lord and Savior forever and ever. Amen.